O King of Glory. How I pray that you may bless them mightily, O God, as you continue to use them in your kingdom, O Jehovah God. This time, Lord, we ask of you that you may speak to us in a very special way, O God. My Father, my God, I'm just a vessel that is available to be used of thee, O King of Glory. How I pray that you may speak to your people through me, O God. Speak to them in the language they understand you, O dear Jehovah God. Deliver your message as you intended it to be to your people, O King of Glory. Lord, as you talk to them and I speak to them, O God, I pray that you may speak also to my heart, O dear Jehovah God. That, Lord, all of us may be encouraged in your word, O dear King of Glory. Thank you, Jehovah, for the message that you have prepared for the day, O God. How we pray that, Lord, it may come as you intended it to be, O God. Thank you, we exhort you, we magnify your holy name. And it is in the mighty name of Jesus we pray and believe. Amen. May all we be seated. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. A special day when the young people are able to lead the service. And uh, I'm just humbled before God even to be chosen by the young as, as old as I am to come and share the word with them. Uh, it is an honor. I want to thank the Lord this morning. Uh, my name is, uh, for those who are new and visitors, I'm Beatrice Wero. I'm saved this morning. I love the Lord who chose me. I love the Lord who have walked, walked with me this far. It has taken his mighty heart to be where I am. I am a mother of two and a grandmother of one. And that is to say the Lord has blessed me so much. And I cannot even count if I stay here and count the blessings. I will not finish because our God is faithful. And I believe the same to you. The Lord has blessed you this far. It has taken his mighty hand. I want to thank our pastor uh, who has given me this chance. Even to stand in the pulpit, it is not kawaida to have a pulpit when your pastor is in the house. So I call it an honor, and I'm delighted, and I thank God so much for him. And I always say, it is God. We have a man who has a big heart in our, in our midst that can give you a chance even to share what God has put in your heart. And I say this is a very unique church because we are always given a chance to do what God can use us to do. It is not everywhere that we can go and get that chance, but here we do. And we praise, and I always praise God for that. Thank you so much, Pastor, and your family. May God bless you and continue to strengthen you and to use you in the kingdom of God. I want to welcome each one of you who is here and to tell you that the Lord God has a purpose of you being here. It is not in vain to gather in the sanctuary of God, in the house of your father. When you woke up from your bed, you knew you were going somewhere. And it is not anywhere, but it was somewhere to meet with your God. Amen? So be encouraged today that the Lord is speaking to your heart today. Our message today says, create in me a new heart, O God. Create in me a new heart, O God. I hope by this time you are praying that God may create a new heart in you. And this God will speak to us today in a very special way. When we go back to the Bible, 
we read of David. My Bible, actually, when we open uh, Psalms 51, it says a Psalm of David when Nathan the prophet came to him after he had gone into Bathsheba. This is a psalm that was written with a reason. This is a psalm that was written with a lot of repentance. This is a psalm that was written after something happened in his life. A something that not, he really maybe did not intend to happen in his life. When we talk about David, we know a great man. When you hear about David, you hear of a great man who did great things in the kingdom of God. He was a man after God's own heart. He was chosen uh, by God when he was very young, in his tender age. Remember when he was anointed by Samuel. He didn't even know he would be the one to be chosen in Jesse's house. But God chose him because he knew he had a good purpose of him. Amen? This is a man that when we talk about him, we hear many things that he has done. He conquered nations. He killed Goliath. He did mighty things in the kingdom of God. But one thing happened in his life, and he was crushed. Read Samuel, 2 Samuel. You read, read uh, 2 Samuel chapter 11, and you'll see the story of David. Even after doing all those mighty things, something happened in his life, and he was crushed, discouraged. And he felt like the world is gone out of him. He felt like all his mighty power was out of his might because he was crushed. And what did he crush David? Uh, what crushed David? was just a word of three letters. Three letters. That is sin. S-I-N. S-I-N. That's what crushed David. In the Bible, in Romans 3.23, says, All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So nobody is immune of sin. We are all sinners before the eyes of the Lord. Until... We agree who we are and repent and be washed by the blood of Jesus Christ. This morning we are talking of a man who was also crushed by sin. If you read Samuel chapter, 2 Samuel chapter 11, it will talk of David when he was in his palace and his people were in the battle. He was walking on top of his house. He woke up early in the morning and he looked out of the widow and saw a very beautiful woman bathing around there in a pool. You are familiar of that story, if you should remember. And when he saw the woman, he saw the woman was so beautiful. And he thought maybe in his mind, this woman maybe was so beautiful more than what he had. And he forgot all the way how God had blessed him and give and all what God had given him, the powers, but he used that power to sin. When he looked at that woman, he saw she was so beautiful, and I'm sure she might have been very beautiful. And David thought, this woman can also be mine. If you read the story further, it will tell you that David commanded his soldiers to go get the woman and come to his house. You can imagine the king calling upon you. You are helpless. He has all the powers. If you look at the world today, 
you have seen so many things happening, adulterers happening. People have been abused in the past, but they are coming up now to say they have been abused in the past. The same thing happened in the past. It happened even with David. He took uh, Uriah's wife and she was brought to him. The Bible says she com- he committed adultery with the wife. And the wife was taken back to her house. Later, if you read the story, it says the wife got pregnant. His sin was never to be covered anymore. It was open. He was stripped naked by his sin. The wife became pregnant. And he sent for David. And he said, I'm pregnant. My mind was telling me, if the, the, the woman did not get pregnant, could maybe, could it have been known that he did that? Maybe some people could not have known. But I'm telling you today, it doesn't matter whether she became pregnant or not. But in David's heart, he was still known that he committed the sin. And that is how sin haunts us every day. Whatever we do in darkness, it will still haunt us. It might not be nobody will see it, but it still haunts you. So inside David, he knew he had done against the Lord. But let me tell you, when you start one sin, another one follows. And it did not stop there. David thought, now what do I do? I have committed this sin. He went ahead further to try to hide the sin and sent for Uriah who was in the, who was in the battle. And Uriah came and he wanted to lie because he wanted Uriah to go back to his house and sleep with his wife so that nobody would know where the pregnancy came from. But it did not happen. God is a wonderful God. It did not happen because Uriah was so faithful to the battle, was so faithful to God, he could not go spend the night with a wife. He did not do it. That is a lie. Step one, he committed adultery. Step two, he lied. So the, the sin did not stop there. It continued to happen. And that is what happens sometimes in our lives. When you commit one sin, another one comes and another one follows you. You get deeper and deeper into sin. And that is where you get crushed and crushed to the last point. Amen? David was crushed. He still wanted to cover the sin. So what he did was even worse than what he had started. Because if you read the Bible, it will tell you, that he ordered Uriah to be killed. He ordered that he be in the front of the battle so that he can die. And my dear, Uriah himself is the one who carried the paper to the master of the war. So he carried his own death and took it to the front of the war. You can see how sin gets into man and it doesn't stop there. And it continues to take you away and away from your God. When you start one, another one comes. Even before you think that you are sinning, another one comes. It follows you. And the same way happens to our lives. When we do something wrong, 
instead of, you know, looking upon God to forgive us, we continue and continue and continue. This morning, we are talking about of a man who also repented after all that. Even after lying, after committing adultery, even after killing, murdering Uriah, so that he would take his wife. And that is what happened. He took Uriah's wife, Bathsheba, to be his wife after the morning. If you go ahead and read Second Samuel chapter 12, it will tell you that is where Psalms 51 was born. Praise be unto God. Are we together? The sin continues to haunt David. But God has so much love upon David because he still knew this is a man after his own heart. God did not leave David alone. And that is why he sent Nathan the prophet to David. And he came in a form of a parable. If you read Second uh, Samuel chapter 12, you see the story when Nathan came to David. He gave them two things and said, there was a rich man and a poor man. A rich man had everything that he could think of. He had so many lambs, he had everything. But the poor man only had one lamb, just one. And he nurtured that lamb like a baby. The same way we nurture our babies. The same way those who have pets in the house, they nurture them. They keep them well, they clean them. Some of them even spared their beds in their, you know, nights in their beds. Now imagine one of your pets, you don't even have another one. You only have one. One lamb. Nathan told David, there are two people here. One is very rich and one had only one. So when the rich man had visitors, he thought now I can entertain my visitors. He did not reach for his lambs, none of them, none of his sheep, none of his goats. But he got in one from the poor man who only had one. And came and slaughtered the only one. And David was, oh, he was so mad. He was, for sure. If you read the Bible, it will tell you in Second Samuel what David felt after, after that, when he was told the only, man, the only thing that man heard was that one lamb that he slaughtered. And I'll read uh, chapter 12. So David's anger was greatly aroused against the man. That is verse 5. And he said to Nathan, As the Lord lives, the man who has done this shall surely die. He judged himself with his own sin. Nathan said, None other, you are the man. None other, you are the man who did that. He took the only wife Uriah had and made, him, made her his wife. David could have a thousand wives. He had all the money. He had everything at his reach. God had, uh, had you know, given him everything. But he, only he saw was one wife of his faithful servant. And he killed his faithful servant. So Naboth, uh, Nathan said, you 
are the man. What, how would you feel if you were David today? How would you have felt if Nathan comes to you and give you a parable, a parable of a sin you committed, you've been hiding in your heart, and you don't want to share with anybody else? But God knows about it and sends a man to you and tells you as if it's a parable, and then he says, It is you. How would you feel? How did David feel when he said that man should even die? He was crushed when Naboth said, you are the man. He was finished. He felt, no, I have sinned against the Lord. That's his words. I have sinned against the Lord. I wish today we can all stand up and remember and think about our hearts. What has hidden what is hidden in our hearts that nobody can see except God? I wish our youth can see the love of God that has upon their lives. God did not kill David. He could have done that. God did not despise David. He could have done that. Instead, he sent a man to come and tell him, that still God loved him. Because when he said, I have sinned against my Lord, Nathan said, your sins have been forgiven. Amen? Amen. Even after doing all that, it doesn't matter how far you have gone with your sins. It doesn't matter what you have done, one, two, three. But today God is speaking unto your heart. And that is when Psalms 51 was born. It was a repentance psalms. This is just a snapshot of what was happening in David's heart. When David's heart was, was crushed, he was so himself he was nobody before God. Because he has sinned against a faithful God. A God who has brought him from far to where he was that time. And he still sinned against him. He felt like the joy of his salvation was gone. All his life was crushed. His bones could not stand anymore. His heart could not feel the joy of the Lord anymore. I don't know if you are, God is speaking to you this morning. How far have you gone? How deeper have you gone? What is there in your heart that you can't just wake up today? And say, Lord, I have sinned against you. Create in me a new heart, O God. Create in me a new heart, O God. David took a turn around. After he saw there was nothing else other than to repent and go back to God. The God who had raised him up. The God who had lifted him up. The God who had blessed him with a lot of wealth. He saw there's nothing else he could do than to turn his life aloud and go back to his God. And that is what he did. Amen? He confessed before the mighty God. He knew God would still hold him with his mighty heart, with love, with faithfulness, after he confessed his sin. He saw deeper how far he had gone. And today it doesn't matter. Our young girls 
and young men, men and women, it doesn't matter how far you have gone away from your God, you can still come back. Our God is so faithful. He is a God of a second chance. Amen? Our God is so faithful. He will always, always hold you with his right hand when you come back to him. And that is what he did to David. If he did it to David, he can do it to you today. Amen? All you have to say is, yes, Lord, I'm ready. I'm ready to be used of you. We had you sing, young women, young youth, you were singing very nice songs there. I ask my prayer today that whatever words you produced from your mouth will touch your heart, will come from down your heart. Because today you are going to say, create in me a new heart, O God, like what David said. He welcomed the Spirit of God because he knew he had lost it. Surely he had lost it. He came back to his God. So when we look at our Psalms, we see a few things that David did. One, I'll tell you, David did not, he was ready to be changed. He was ready to confess. He was ready for God to come again and create in him a new heart. Because the heart he was holding that time was a heart of manda. A heart of adultery, a heart of lying to God, a heart of sin. But he wanted to be renewed again, to walk with God once more time, and to do things differently. Amen? And today, God is ready to change our lives, so that we can do things differently. It doesn't matter what the world is doing. Sometimes we get into sin. And especially when we become young and have this peer pressure. You say, everybody is doing it, so why not me? I want to tell you today, it doesn't matter whether the whole world is doing it. Sin is sin. Sin is sin. It doesn't matter whether my friends are doing it or a hundred people are doing it. It doesn't matter whether people are drinking, drinking and drinking because they are my friends. I should also taste it. That is sin, I'm telling you today. That is sin. That is matter how many people are using drugs today. It doesn't make it look better even if a thousand people are doing it. It is still sin and it is sin. Amen? But our God today is able to turn around your life and make it better for you. And you can start walking with God in newness. You can start doing things differently. When your friend tells you, let's do this, you can also be one of them to tell them, no, that is not the right way. Can you stand today? Can you stand and help your friends to turn around their lives? Because God is ready to walk with you in newness. Amen? We are living in a world where they will say, I'm treating them the way they treat me anyway. That is not the right way to do it. Do things differently. Even if they treat you negatively, be positive. Because you are a child of God. You are a Christian. God loves you. You know the Bible. You know the right way. Treat them the right way. Don't do it because they do it to you. Amen?
We live in a world where people say, you do things wrong and you say, well, don't take it personal. It's just business. Well, what am I not taking personal? You are a Christian, yes, my brother and my sister. And you tell me not to take it personal when you do wrong to me? That doesn't portray who you follow. You follow the Christ. I might not take it personal because you said so, but still I know you did wrong. And your heart will also tell you you did it wrong. Amen? I always say there are three things, there are three sources you cannot lie to. You cannot lie to God. You cannot lie to yourself either because you know you did it. Amen? Amen. Purify your heart that you walk well. You walk in joy. You walk with God. And you have the joy of the salvation of God. And another one, we live in a world where people are so hard to apologize to one another. You know? I can't apologize. Why not? There's no forgiveness of sin. You know, there's no forgiveness with one another, with brother and sister. You do wrong. You don't even have that heart to forgive. And you still walk with God. My friend, I'm not sure about that. They say, if they don't apologize... I'm not going to apologize either. You are a child of God. You have been bought with a price, an expensive price. You are a Christian, my friend, my sisters. My young sisters, you are Christians. My older sisters, you are Christian. I am a Christian too. Let me have a heart of forgiveness so that the Lord can also forgive me. That is what God wants us to do. When he creates in you a new heart, He will put new things in you. You will become new. Start doing things differently. Walk in the newness of God. Do things differently. Not what the world says. Let them know you are a Christian wherever you are. Stand firm and tell them, you know, I'm a child of God. Let them see it with your actions. Let them know that you have been delivered by God. By what you do and how you speak and how you do things because they are different. Amen? Amen. The sacrifice of God is a broken heart. The sacrifice of God is a broken heart. It is today that the Lord is touching your heart. David was broken to pieces, he was sent. He was finished. If, even if when you read the Bible, it says, if God asked for a sacrifice, he could give anything because he had the money. If God asked ask for a sacrifice today, we can give a whole lot of money. But that is not what God wants. He wants your broken heart so that he can renew it, so that you can, he can live in you and you start doing things differently. Amen? What made David take a turn around? David took a road of spiritual recovery. He came out clean and said, I am wrong. I have sinned against God. David did not debate about his sin. He did not debate about it. And he did not blame anybody. 
he knew it was him his sin convicted him he did not say it was Bathsheba who was bathing at the pool i looked at her she didn't have all the clothes that's why i no he did not say uriah did not take care of his wife no he did not say the soldiers could have said no no it was him he did it so take responsibility of your sin do not blame other people of what you do so when you follow people to sin when you follow them when they are going to sin do not say if it were not for Lorraine i would not have done it now it was not about Lorraine it was about you individual it was you ask for a personal fellowship with god it is personal very personal when you are convicted by god it is individual it is you it is not the crowd amen and it is you to confess that you want to walk with god it is you for god to give you a desire to walk with him amen amen accept god's forgiveness accept god's forgiveness david was only able to walk again to walk again because he knew when nathan told him the lord has forgiven you he was only able to walk again because he believed in god he believed that god has forgiven him and he was able to walk last three uh, last sunday we celebrated the the recent christ if we don't believe in christ that he forgave us we will not walk with god at all david was only able to walk with god because he believed that god had forgiven him and he knew the love that god had in him and that take us to john first which says the verse 9 john first john verse 9 if you confess your sins he was he is faithful and just to forgive you and cleanse us from all our unrighteousness if we confess you have to believe that god is able god is able to forgive you and that is the only way you are able to continue with this journey of faith my friend if you don't believe it is hard even to confess but if you believe jesus christ died for you so that you may receive life and receive it in abundance so that you are able to walk with god that's the only time you will be able to wake up and walk with god david believed god and he knew he had so much love upon him look at the prodigal son when he went all the way you know the story very well when he realized the love that the father had for him that is the only time he went back to his father because he knew the love the father had for him and that was true the father embraced him again our god is so mighty our god has given you everything he has given you a sober mind to decide and to choose what is good and what is bad my friend choose today to live for god choose today to turn around your life and start living afresh tell god today 
create in me a new heart, O oh God, so that I may see things differently, so that I may have love in my heart, and I may be able to share this love, love to other people. There is one thing that touched my heart in this uh, Psalms. David said, Lord, if you create a new heart in me, I'll be able to tell your transgressors to turn around their life. How would you tell people about Jesus and you don't have Jesus in your heart? You have to have Jesus in your heart first so that you'll be able to tell people about this Jesus. Amen? Amen. So, David promised God, after you turn around my life, my God, I'll preach of your goodness. I'll praise your name. And I'll tell them that do not know you to turn around and know who you are. To experience the love you have for humanity. To experience the love you had from the beginning. You still have the same love and you can change their lives for better. Amen? Romans 12:2 says, Do not conform to this world, but be transformed. By renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to discern what is good, pleasing, and perfect before the will of God. Let us be transformed. Let us not conform to the world. The world has so many things to attract us. And especially when I remember when I was so young. There are so many attractions out there. But before you know it, you have fallen into the trap. Before you, are, you realize, you have fallen into the trap, my sisters. Be careful, my sisters. Be careful, our children, our daughters and sons. The world is there. It will entice you. The media has everything for you. When you Google, you can Google anything you want. If we look at the TV, you can open any station you want to watch. Whatever is there in the world. And some of them are very enticing. They look so good. But I'm telling you, they are just for a moment. Your life is greater than those attractions. You have a worthy life to live. I'm telling you, my daughters and my sisters. You have a worthy life to you. If something is not adding any value to your life, please don't do it. Think twice. If it doesn't add life to, value to your life, stop it. Look ahead and read. I know you are people who are quick in reading. You can Google something and so quickly you can know about it. Look at the heroes of this world. Look at the celebrities. Sometimes we envy them as we are young. We want to be like them. But look down the line and read their history and the ending of their story. It will shock you sometimes. Whatever they did, they did it at their time. But when it comes to the end of times, most of them die in bathtubs. We know that, right? Yeah, we do. Why envy that? My daughters, listen to the word of God. Let it guide you. Come back to our God. Today, it doesn't matter how far you have gone, how deep you have gone, but God can turn around your life. And you can declare today, O oh Lord, create in me a new heart. 
our God can change us for the better. And we can walk in newness with him. Amen? Amen. And you can declare his praises. You can declare his word. And you can tell others, all those youth that were here today and yesterday, if we, we can count on you, you are able to change the whole world, I'm telling you. You have the power and authority from God to change the whole world. You only need to stand firm and know that you've been called by God. The praises you sing there, the dances you dance there, thank God that you dance in his sanctuary. Amen? Amen. You can use that energy and change the world. You can change a whole lot of people by the power that God will give unto you because he is faithful. You only need to stand firm and tell God, Lord, from today, I want to walk in newness in you. Create in me a new heart, O God. God can change our lives. Let us all stand up. God can change our lives. He can change your life today. What is that that you have in your heart? That no one else can see it except our God and you. How far, how deep have you gone with the sin? Today our God is faithful. He can change your life. He's a destiny changer. He's a miracle worker. Amen? God can change your life. You only need to stand firm and confess before God as David did. God did not despise David. He did not even kill David either. Our God is not going to kill you today. He has given you a second chance to walk in newness with him. Create in us a clean heart, O oh God. A heart to love. A heart to fellowship with you, God. A heart to walk with you, O oh Jehovah God. Destiny changer, he is. As we sing this song, tell God to change your life. Tell God to come inside your heart. Don't carry the burden anymore. Our God is able to relieve you. Let, him, let the sin not snatch your joy of salvation. The joy of the Lord that has put, he has put in your heart. So that you may laugh even when you are in the church. You will jump for God because you have the joy of salvation. You will dance like ever and people may mistake you. But you have the joy of God because you have been created a new heart. It says, whatever is in the heart that what we see in a man, let your heart be pure so that you can serve God well and better. Amen. Our Father and our God, that is our song this afternoon, O God. But Lord, you are able to change our destiny today, O King of glory. Thank you because you have spoken unto our hearts, O God. It is our prayer that, Lord, you are going to create a new heart in us, O God. A heart to walk in newness with you, O King of glory. And we will be able to do things differently, O God. We will be able to walk according to your will, O dear my Father. 
It doesn't matter how deep we have gone with our sins, O、oh、God. But you are able to give us, forgive us today, O、oh、dear my King. How we pray, O、oh、God, that you are going to search our minds and our hearts, O、oh、God, this morning. Lord, we pray that, Lord, you are going to, we are going to bring our broken hearts unto you, O、oh、God. That you can make them whole one again, once again, O、oh、God. Thank you for our sisters. Thank you for our brothers, O、oh、God. Thank you for these young men and women, O、oh、dear my Father, who have led us in the service today, O、oh、King of Glory. They are our children, my King, O、oh、Jehovah God. How I pray that you may walk with them, O、oh、God. You may turn around their lives, O、oh、God, because you love them so much, O、oh、dear King of Glory. You have so much love upon them, O、oh、God. Walk with them every day, O、oh、God. Honor their steps, my Father. Protect them against their evil heart of Satan, O、oh、God. I praise you and I worship you this afternoon, O、oh、God. Help us, my God, to walk with you. Thank you, Jehovah God, because you are a God of second chance, O、oh、Jehovah God. Thank you, my King. I bless you and I glorify your holy name. And it is in the mighty name of Jesus we pray and believe. Amen.